Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wong. Hey, guess what? It's a new year. It's 1 yeah. 1 2024. We are here. It is 2023 is behind us. Yay, we made it. Sort of, because we're going to talk about 2023 now. We closed out the year uh, with Frail Franchise Month, and we, boy, that was a, such a mixed bag for us. It, it was movies we didn't had never seen before that we really enjoyed and movies that we had seen before and showed that they 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 have markings of their their time when they came out and uh for the good or the bad yeah i mean it was totally a mixed bag i mean you know a couple uh, there's one well, let's see which one was the one that was there was no doubt in my mind why it was a, why it just didn't continue was it uh was that week 2 or was that no, because we Green did Lantern? Green Lantern. I mean, honestly, yeah, after seeing you know Aquaman, the Aquaman two trailer, I'm like, Green Lantern's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, because Green Lantern was too busy trying to be Iron Man. Yeah, no, no, it, it totally was just Iron Man. Like, yeah. but you know, in in all the bad ways. By the way, I have to tell you, the so Aquaman 2 is out now, mm-hmm. and apparently at the end of Aquaman 2, he does the whole Tony Stark ending to to Iron Man, and he says, yeah, I'm Aquaman. He has like a press conference and everything. I'm like, wait, <sighs> doesn't yeah. the whole world already know that you're Aquaman, dude? Yeah. Didn't, didn't? I mean, I don't remember the first one well enough, to, and I don't care that much, but that is pretty funny that, yeah. uh, I mean... Uh, yeah, come on, dude. Like, if you saw that guy at a diner drinking coffee and he wasn't in his fish suit, you'd know he was Aquaman. Well, see, now, when the original Iron Man came out, it was 2008, iPhones had just come out. So the spreading of video wasn't as prevalent as, yeah. as it is now. So I have a hard time believing, like, when the Justice League movies came out, there wasn't, like, hundreds of videos everywhere. And that was part of one of the storylines at Justice League was video clips on YouTube of the superheroes doing shit, including Aquaman. So people know who you are, motherfucker. So, you know, it's, it's weird that I'm like, you've already established that the world has already seen on social media who Aquaman is. So what the fuck's the point of that? Joey told me about it. I'm like, I thought that was pretty great. That's hilarious. He didn't see it. It was just, it was something that was making the rounds and I'm like, well, okay. James Wan, please go back to making horror movies again. Cause this is just stop. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably, I'm not going to, again, I'm not a superhero guy, so I, I, it wasn't on my list of things to see anyway, but I mean, I, I didn't really like, the first one to me, I don't know, somebody had said it, they should have called it Fish Gordon, and I totally agree. Yeah, um, I think that, that's know. totally fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had Flash Gordon kind of charm to it in some places, right. Right. but yeah, I never went back to it, and I, I didn't need a sequel. And after seeing the trailer, I really don't need to see it, so that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad some, you know, it employed a bunch of people. Good for that. I mean, that's, that's, that's how I looked that's at it. That's the best it, yeah. I can say for it. There were a lot of people put, they put a lot of people to work. Yeah. Failed franchises. Yeah. Failed. It's funny because we had such a hard time just being able to find four that we could actually watch, which I right. thought was kind of like, isn't that kind of apropos for, fa- for failed, right. failed franchises? <laughs> you can't stream them because nobody wants to see them or nobody people don't them. want you to see them or they want yeah. you to forget them. Yeah, weird. It's also kind of timely with uh, Nolan, you know, and his whole thing about like, you know, hey, man, things just disappear. You know, it's weird in 2023, now 2024, if you wanted to stream to live and die in L.A. this morning, you can't. Now, what do you think that is? You think it's because of that a licensing for the new release? The I don't 4K? know. I mean, fuck, who knows, dude? But it has. you haven't been able to stream it forever. It's not been streamable for fucking ever. 
It's just a movie that's not streamable. You have to own a physical copy of it. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Like, um, so what, what was our list? Uh, the things that we couldn't, that we tried, we tried to do priest, right? Priest we tried was to do priest. one. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer, which, you know. Vampire hunter. Yeah, we, were, we tried to do vampire that Vampire hunter. One. Yes, vampire hunter, not killer. Well, same thing. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, what else? What else did we do that was, or wanted to do that was, it's a priest in that. Um well, Priest, I mean, like that. I said, we we had the very first thing we actually recorded that episode. We mentioned that during the series that we actually recorded the first episode of the series, and we decided not to put it out. Yeah, just because it wasn't it was it just was because again there was nothing to talk about except for how much we didn't like it. <laughs> right. I'll get around to cutting it to see if it might be something we can kind of keep in the back pocket when we want to drop it later on, but not. It wouldn't be. It would be just because you know, circumstances and, and, and work prevents us from recording. So we might put it out. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. Who but knows? I'm glad we kind of ran, we ran to the problem because we wouldn't have picked dread. We wouldn't have picked right. um, green lantern. It was good. It was good to talk about green lantern because again, just like a lot of the movies from that time period, it suffers from it's nutty CG and it had a weird, it definitely had a, a green, a green lantern had a very much a comic book vibe to it, which, I guess is fits. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what it should be, right? It's a comic book movie. So, I mean, it's based on a comic book. I, what's funny is I think every, I think all of them were based on comics. Every, everyone that we covered. No. Um, Except for Van Helsing, maybe. I think the other three for sure. Well, you know what? Honestly, if you want to kind of, we can stretch out the Van Helsing thing. They, they bit enough off the anime, right? We talked about yeah, that. for sure. For Vampire Hunter D, as far as some of his costume choices. But I got to say, man, I'm glad we got to Dread because it wasn't, I bet we would have probably done it next year, but I'm glad we did it because it was, fuck man, the movie's so good. Yeah, totally. It's such a solid movie. And it's probably, it's probably my favorite of the series. And Jonah Hex, man, I think Jonah Hex, if they would have had, if they would have had what they needed to, to make it all work um, a little bit better, I think it still would have been okay. But I think where it's at, it's exactly what it should be. Yeah. Didn't need to be a second longer. Nope. God, there was one other title that we had on the list that we had to jettison, and I can't remember what it is now. I feel like I had Carl Urban in it. Was it Doom? Because we were talking, we talked about doing Doom. That we were, we came to direct, we came to Green Lantern when we pivoted out of. We were going to do Doom, and then we pivoted into Green Lantern. But it was, damn it, what the fuck was it? Because Doom was available, and then it wasn't. <laughs> when we started, it was available, and then it. So then like after week two, I was like, Hey, guess what's not available. Yeah. And it was on, we, I think it was on prime and then it wasn't. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was on prime. This is, this goes all the way back to November guys. This is when we yeah, were realizing that things back. were going to be there. Can't remember what it was, but I mean, there were plenty of other failed franchises, things, things we had talked about that we were going to put on the list. Um, that were, you know, they were on the short list, but you know, again, I feel like, you know, I think we tried to f- figure out things that like, maybe wouldn't be everybody's first choice. You know, everybody's, you know, not the obvious ones. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, it was a totally fun month. It was a fun month to go back and, you know, look, two movies that I had never seen. Right. Um, and two movies that, um, you know, I hadn't seen since they had come out. Right. Yeah. Dread was definitely the highlight of the, of the month. Yeah. While Van Helsing was wild and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of the epitome of like, it's kind of the epitome of why studios started to crack down on fucking spending. Right. Because they spent a ton of money on that movie. And yeah, they did. 
what it made didn't didn't justify a sequel. Hence, failed franchise. <laughs> no, it, when you get your sequel canceled before second weekend, you know. Yeah, you've done something wrong. <laughs> On a planned trilogy, too. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's, it was wild. But it, it is definitely fun. I, I mean, I dude, I would recommend it to somebody to watch. I mean, oh, sure. you just want a junky, fucking crazy, popcorn-y, stupid movie to put on while you're laying around the house doing nothing on one of these winter mornings between now and March. Yeah, Van Helsing's kind of fun. So, Of the four movies that we covered... I would bet money at least two of them people have never seen before because yeah. of bad word of mouth. Sure. Um, I have to feel like Jonah Hex because neither one of us has seen it for that exact reason. That hadn't seen it? Nope. And I want to say Dread. I want to say Dread was the one because the Green Lantern got, a lot of people saw it and they had bad word of mouth. That's why it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I feel like Dread got lost in that, you know, sort of RoboCop Dread. You know, there was a lot of things, you know, it was 2012, 20. 11, 2012, there were a lot of movies that sort of just got pushed out there. I, I was looking and there are a lot of things I was like, God damn, I, there are a lot of things I didn't see that I don't know how they escaped me. Like, you know, because a lot of them like lockout is another one from that time period. They're, they're all just kind of, they seem like they could be the same movie. Like if you saw one, you'd be like, fuck it. I don't need to see the rest of them or, you know, something <laughs> like that. How we say there can only be one. It's like, you know, I know, I know a lot of people, most people who have seen Armageddon, I know a lot of people who haven't seen deep impact because they're like, why should I see it? Same thing. Yeah. The funny thing, what about all those movies? It's like the water movies that came out with the abyss. Yeah. They're all like, nobody knows. I mean, not so much with, with the Abyss, you know, stuff situation, because that that whole movie and that script was all on lockdown. But like when Volcano and Dante's Peak came out, everybody knew what the other one was doing because all those scripts, that's back when scripts were being bought for one and a half, two and a half million dollars. And you could go in there and pitch a spec without ever writing a, for one moment. But they were all kind of, everybody Everybody saw each other's script. That's why they were so diverse. That's what's so funny about when Leviathan and Deep, Deep, here I go again. Deep Star Six. Deep Space Six. Deep Star Six. <laughs> and that are, are completely different movies from each other and also of from The Abyss. And honestly, I'd rather watch those in a heartbeat before I watch The Abyss again. Yeah. It, uh, any version of the abyss. I just don't. I, I the good thing about the abyss is that it kind of it advanced a lot of visual effects and and uh, techniques. Sure, it was. A, I always looked at it as a dry run for T two. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of how I I remember being mad when I saw T two because like he had the same shitty effects from the abyss. <laughs> oh, it's Liquid Terminator. <laughs> We briefly mentioned Deep Rising, and even though that came after that, it was yeah. it's still kind of in that same vein. Totally. And we we mentioned it during Van Helsing because uh, Steven Sommer did that as well. And Deep, I mean, we're we. I don't, you know, it's funny. We repeat ourselves a lot with certain movies we're fans of that we've never covered. But I find ourselves we don't. That's one movie we don't talk about a lot. We do. We've mentioned it here and there, but not like the ad nauseum repeats that we have for Which some one? of them. Deep Rising. Oh yeah, dude. Deep Rising. I mean, I, I love Deep Rising. That Kino, yeah. Kino put out that great, oh, uh, that great so uh, Blu-ray with all the, you know, there's tons and tons of extras and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. On that Kino disc. Yeah, man. Deep Rising is a fun movie. Fun CG. It's got, it's got solid CG and it's got Rob Bottin. What's that? Was that, that Rob Bottin's last thing? Probably mm, maybe his last think, real thing. Real thing? I mean, I think he, consultations. Yeah, yeah I, think I think it was so. last thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, deep rising is fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, put us, you know, but put aside that that terrible cover. <laughs> I don't care for it. What the original? Uh, no, no, the the cover they put out there, that minimalist. On the Kino, you know, on the Kino release, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the just give me the give me the original goofy poster with Treat Williams and Famke on a ski. Yeah, I think it's just it's just the sleeve though, isn't it? It's just the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <clears throat> anyway, it was it was a solid month. We had a good time doing it. It, it felt it felt like was that that was so funny for us not to have anything come out last week, and then we didn't have anything last week for a couple of reasons. It was a holiday. And if it, if you can't tell already, I'm <laughs> at the tail end of being sick. I've been off since the 23rd, and I don't go back until today, the first. And I I, I had booked all those days off, and I've been sick every day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, it's something you know. There's something creeping around. That's you know, it always seems to happen at the end of the year. There's like some sort yeah. of I blame it on the. Uh, it's also probably the lunar shift, man. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> We got the last full moon of the year this week, and uh, you know, I have to say though, with the we're in our fifth year, we started our fifth year in August, and I have to say that this year, I think we watch at least my take. I think I watched more movies this year on the show than I had uh, of things that I had never seen before, which is the irony because the show is supposed to be about us revisiting movies more than anything. But we had a couple of months. Like our Tubi month, I think our Tubi month, and yeah. then and then the month after that with the badass women with swords. Yep, I yeah, dude, those movies, those months were so fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, yes, the premise of the show is to remember it better, but I mean, I think it's okay, man, to sometimes watch something fresh because it gives us a sort of a fresh perspective. Like, and again, you know, sometimes, sometimes I feel like we don't. We go back and watch something and it's like, oh, fuck, what was I thinking? It's horrible. But, you know, I don't, and nobody wants to hear us fucking rip something apart for 40 (laughs) minutes. I mean, what fun is that? So there's other shows that do that plenty. Yeah. There's a, you You know, know. I I mean, look, I, again, nobody sets out to make a bad movie ever, you know, but we do our fair share. I mean, we, we watched a lot of things this year as well. I feel, I think it was like a 50 50 split, like maybe 50 50, maybe 60 40 of stuff that we'd seen. And then, but you know, maybe like 40% of stuff we hadn't seen or, or didn't remember seeing or, or was like, wow, how did I miss that? Like dread dude, like dread is a movie. Like I remember seeing it like one time and yeah. you know, but Jonah Hex was something I just always like took a pass on. There was something else a couple months ago that I took a pass on. I think the last time we did, because <laughs> back when we go back to spook timber, uh, the others, fuck was a movie that we were, that we were all looking, we were looking so forward to seeing it, watching yeah. it and talking about it. And then it was like, Oh God. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? This is fucking terrible. Right. And it was good to have Whitney on because it was, it was like, it's not just us. <laughs> right. Thing, right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, uh, but again, dude, I, I just, I still know people who like, they love it and they're like, Oh, you're wrong. I just watched it. It's fantastic. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> not for me. It's not. I mean, I just, I don't think so, but I'm glad that, you know, but that's why, you know, that's movies are subjective, you know, I mean, people are going to like what they like and, you know, then there's going to be, uh, you know, us Then there, there's, then there's the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that silly shit. It was weird because like when we did April, we did April Fool, where we did our, you know, our April Fool movies where we Sixth Sense and Shutter Island, The Usual Suspects. And what was the fourth one? Oh, Memento. 
Memento. Now, those were all revisits. Shutter Island I hadn't seen for a long time. That was a solid month to revisit. But then, like I said, we went into May and June, and that's... Well, March Madness is when we did. <laughs> that's when we That's when we did all... We let 2B pick everything for us. Yeah. So that that entire month, I didn't know any of those movies. I'd never seen any of those movies before. I was aware of all of them. I just... I hadn't... Yeah. Uh, you know, I knew that I look, I totally, you know, they were 2020, they were 2020 VHS rental movies, all of them, Mar- the martial right. laws. I just, you know, had never actually seen them. I'd seen the boxes. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Snake Eater 3. Come on. Everybody knows Snake Eater, the Snake Eater series. Those are unfailed franchises. Those are successful franchises. Some, almost every one right? of those movies that we covered that month gotten into episode I got into like uh part three and part fours that's yeah that's crazy that's wild, right yeah it was a fun year we, we mixed it up I think it's also just you know it's more fun too like when we you know we do something we go off the fucking you know we go off of the uh, off, off script off book if you will and yeah you know we don't just you know we're not just regurgitating oh so did what did you think of young Sherlock Holmes oh I liked it a lot it was still great and fantastic yeah, I mean, and, uh, all those things are true. And yes, we already covered Young Sherlock Holmes, but I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of fun to break it up. It, break, it makes it yeah. fun for you and it makes it fun for me because it's like sometimes it's just yeah. better to watch something and be like, what the fuck? Or how the fuck did this thing get made? Or why did I not know about this? I mean, you know, right. it's part of the discovery, part of the journey. There were two theme months that we had this year that were things that we've been talking about since we launched. And that was doing a noir vember. And yeah. then doing our Ghosty Ghost Month, but we officially changed it to locked it into September and called it September, which we've already mentioned earlier in this episode. Sure. But that was one month that I saw half those movies, both those movies, both those months, I think I'd only seen, seen half same, the movies. Same with Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. Right? Like Lost Souls was like a first time watch. Lost Souls. The Order. The order was solid. I mean, there was yeah. some really good stuff that we covered this year. And again, a lot of that, that's, that's what I was saying. There's a lot of movies I didn't see that we covered this year. I didn't had not seen them prior to us covering them. It just shows that you can't trust somebody's word of mouth sometimes, even if it's somebody who you usually share a similar um, affection for certain movies for. You have the same sensibilities about movies. And things. usually if you put out lists and we're not doing that's something else too. We're not making a list here. We're just talking about things that we enjoyed doing this year. Even people you can trust. Like I, I trust your word on, on certain types of movies. And, and I know I'm, I like movies that are a little, I know a lot of the movies that are a little more commercial that might not be your cup of tea, but there's certain movies like when it comes to war movies, if you tell me to watch, I'm not going to fucking hesitate. You know, I know, I know it's good. If you tell me it's good and worth watching, I'm going to be all over it. And, I think that's what we we kind of strive to do sometimes is kind of support each other and throw things at each other that we the sure. other one hasn't seen before. Like you, you know, there's things I should see, but I just haven't because you know right. this is how I am, fucking fucking stubborn. <laughs> you know, and there's things you haven't seen because you don't know they exist, or you're like, I don't know anything about that fucking thing, or 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 they just sit on my shelf sealed, or I bought it and it's sitting up there sealed. Um, yeah, I mean, Prince of Darkness. You can cut the. Well, yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna fucking force <laughs> you to watch it. You're gonna watch it this year. I'm um, gonna watch. Okay, you're gonna watch that, and you're gonna watch In the Mouth of Madness. Um, so if you're listening to us for the first time today, uh, listen, and this is the first thing you've heard from us on Spotify. Um, you're noticing that all the episodes start in uh, June. 
Now, there's a handful of episodes you'll notice to say Deja Review, and those are curated episodes prior to that month uh, because there's Spotify has certain technical reasons why I had to go back and remix all of them. And unfortunately, we can't go back and remix four years with the show. And you'll notice that none of those kickstarts, which is what you're listening to right now, exist because they're so topical and in the moment. But you'll get all these going forward. Um, but we we handpicked all those episodes. Um, these these first 10 are out now, and we're releasing one a week on every Wednesday. Put all those 25 curated episodes out there. There are some from last year, and basically there's a little handful of them from every year that we've recorded um, when we started our new format, which is at the beginning of 2021. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So anyway, if you're and if you want to hear those other episodes that we recorded, um, they're available on on our Patreon. If you want to go check it out, it's patreon.com slash karate pod. But if for those of you that are listening to it on Patreon right listening to this on Patreon right now, all those episodes that are that were remixed or have all been replaced. If you want to go back and listen to them here on, on the Patreon app, then they're there, all fixed and beautiful for you. But it's been a long year, man. I, but you know what? I gotta say, this is this is the first year we recorded full, right? Yeah. Like we didn't have really, we didn't really have a break. Maybe we had a small break. I don't remember now. I'm not thinking about it. it we were pretty busy. You you had a, a last minute job in, in earlier in the year. Yeah, that was actually a year ago. It's it was January. Yeah, January sixth. <laughs> And you were back in March, right? That's correct. I was yeah. thinking back around Saint, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's so wild, dude. That's like, I, it's even though it, it was, you know, it was between nine and 12 months ago, it feels weird. It feels longer than that. I feel like you did that movie a lot longer ago. And it's because of the strikes made it, you know, you've been out of work. That's correct. And a lot, as I've had been, a lot of people haven't been working. Still not working. Still a lot of people not working. Yeah. You can look at our show notes and you'll see what I'm talking about. There's a little, a little blurb in there that we've been running in there since the strike started. And even though there's a ratified WGA and SAG deal, this is the time of the year where there's, things get shut down anyway. And it's going to take a bit of time before things get rolling again. And uh, there's some shows that are going. There's some shows that aren't. Writer's rooms are coming back, get it back up to speed. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it'll get there. You'll probably start seeing things more ramping up more probably in, in February, March. Hopefully, everything starts moving along. We'll see. I mean, hopefully, before the next strike happens. Right. Yeah, I'm serious. Teamster contracts up All in the April. No, no, and the crafts, the, yeah, crafts people are looking August at August 1st, dude. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be the same situation. And um, yeah, anyway, let's, let's, not, not, let's, not, let's not go <laughs> let's out not like start this. Let's not this. <laughs> I have to say, though, like for, for new movies, though, I had three movies this year that I think I've watched. Well, one of them I've only seen once because it's still in the theater. The other one, other two I've seen numerous times. Dead, Evil Dead Rise, I saw in the theater and I've seen it numerous times since then. I think it was fantastic. Godzilla Minus One was fucking amazing. Might be my favorite movie of the year. And uh, David Fincher's the, the Killer. I think I've watched that like five times now. That movie, I mean, look, I don't think it's much of a stretch here to, to, to say he's probably my favorite filmmaker, at least contemporary filmmaker. Right. The, the, the marriage between his visual and his sonic is so fucking gold. I, I, can't, I can't describe it. The, and the mix that they have for the killer 
in if you watch it, even in, even if you watch with a sound bar, it's pretty it's it's pretty substantial. But listening to it with headphones, and I think I briefly mentioned this in another Kickstart, the the the, the sound design when they're going back and forth between what we're hearing Fastbender listening to and when he takes off his earbuds and stuff, it's so fucking good. If this movie does not win all the awards from its peers for sound design and for sound mix, I'll be very surprised. And here's here's what it says a lot about the sound. When you don't notice Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's score in a David Fincher movie, then you know that's a solid mix because nothing stands out. It's really just fucking gorgeous. It's just it's just poetry, the whole movie. Visually, too. I mentioned all three of those movies because they're probably all my three favorite movies of the year, but that they're all ones except for one that I've seen numerous times. But it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good funny stuff. because it's probably, it is the, uh, it, I've seen that movie three times all in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen it in the theater three times and I haven't, I haven't streamed it yet on Netflix, but it's so crazy. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw a movie in a theater three times. Right. Back when we were kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember the last time I was like, I got to see it again in a theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it gets harder now. It, it is. And you saw it in like varying in varying degrees of, of quality. I don't say quality, but of, of presentation, I should say. Because you saw it once at the, you saw it at the Egyptian, right? I saw it at the Egyptian and I saw it at the, uh, the, the Academy, the museum, the, you know, Museum right. of Arts, which was fucking which amazing. Which has an incredible, incredible theater in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, uh, you know, I was lucky enough also, it was, they're all Q and A. So, I mean, the thing about David, right. you know, he's going to, he's going to show, you're going to see it where it's going to be the best version of it you're going to see because that's the kind of person he is. So, I mean, I wasn't shocked that I saw it at those, that those two locations and then the DGA, but yeah, man, what a fucking crazy movie. I loved it. I mean, that, I'm trying to think, what what, what are my other movies that I've seen? I haven't seen Minus One yet. It was Craig Zoller's favorite movie of the year. Oh, he texted dude. me, I should go see it immediately. It's a, yeah, dude, it's amazing. It's a war drama with Godzilla and it's so fucking solid, dude. It's really just wonderful. Yeah. But I, real quick, one of those screens you went to for the killer was, they had Rand Kleiss at it, right? Both of them. Yeah, two of them. Two of oh, the yeah, three. Both did. Yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. this, is, this is what I was talking about before. Is like David was really good about making sure Ren was sitting right next to him because sound is so integral with, uh, for the movie. Because usually he'll have um, his DP up there, depending on who he happened to do that particular show. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there real quick because... Yeah, I mean, uh, at the Egyptian, it was just him and Ren. And then at the, right. at the, at the first grade, the Museum of Arts and whatever the hell that place is called. <laughs> he had, uh, it was, it was, it was Kirk Baxter, the editor. Oh, right. It was Kirk. It was Andy, Kevin Walker, the writer. Right. Ren. Right. And Eric. Right. So. That's a, that's a lineup for you. Everybody, everybody yeah. on the, on the creative end right there to cover and everything. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was, it was way cool. I mean, you know, again, it, because that's, you know, the kind of, filmmaker he is you know that he knows you know he he knows what's important and it's funny because all those guys were questioned over and over and over especially ren like there were you know there were a lot of sound geeks in the uh 
you know, in, in attendance <laughs> yeah. for both of those screenings, especially. Um, yeah, it was fun, man. It was cool. Uh, so that movie, I'm trying to think what else have I seen this movie that I would tell people they have to see, uh, you know, or not have to see, but what I, my fa- three favorite movies of the year, if I had to, oof, man, that's tough. Yeah. If I had to go and pick, I don't even know, man. Uh, I can tell you my, I can tell you the last five movies I've seen in a the theater. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that'll help you. Uh, Napoleon, <laughs> uh, flower moon. Oh, you know what I did see recently? I did see Wonka, which was actually quite fun. I was, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I was ready to be, I was ready to vilify the movie, but I actually enjoyed the shit out of it um, for what it was. It was one of those screenings where they uh, they actually give you a plus four, so people brought their kids, so it was you know it was a packed house. Oh wow! Yeah, it was at the DGA screen. It was a DGA screening, and everybody, you know, all these people brought their kids, and you know, so it was kind of fun and cool. You know, um, Michael Mann's Ferrari. I, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to see Godzilla, but I, I think I missed my chance to see it in the theater. I think it's already I gone. It got extended. It got extended till January. Well, I'll have to look around and see. It's going to be tough for me to get to a movie theater uh, as, as easy as I have been because I got to go back to work next week. Right. Um, you know, we got vidiots back in 2023. Yeah. That was something. Dude, that's a, right? that was a big deal. I've I've yet to go. Um, and I, I, and they had a really really fun week to close out the year too. And they've already got most, well, not most of, but a, a good chunk of their January lineup already up there. I got to remember to pick up my membership card. It's still pricing in the box office. <laughs> yeah, they give you a hard. They give you like a. They give you a hard copy, like a blockbuster card. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, it's probably still sitting there in the office. Everybody run that theater over there is so cool. I love it. Yeah, man. I mean, and dude, they're bringing the heat as far as, you know, dumping good movies on us. Yeah. And they've been having some really fun people come in and do introductions. Or she's there. Was she there tonight? Was it Saturday night? She was there? Saturday night. night? Yeah. For for Night of the Comet. Yeah. 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 Um, It's, but it's cool too. It was like they're doing people related to the movie and they're doing some people that are just big fans that are names that you recognize and other, other filmmakers and performers that are getting up there talking about movies. You know, they had, um, they had Joe Dante there for his birthday, right? For Gremlin, for the Gremlin screening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So filmmakers that are fans of film, because it's not that that those two things are not synonymous. Just want to make that clear. They know where these spots are. That's why you get people showing up at the Arrow and at the Egyptian and at Vidiots is because people, these these artists know that those kinds of places need support. And they're always thinking about the people that they're putting in the seats. They're going to give them a good time. They're going to have fun. Whether it's uh, just, the, just the atmosphere, especially the atmosphere at Vidiots. Love the atmosphere over at the Arrow too. And I mean, but I haven't been to the Egyptian um, remodel, so I can't really speak for that, but I'm I'm sure it's more of the same. Yeah, man. It's been super fun at the Egyptian, like hitting the Egyptian, like, you know, because it's, it's that sort of, it's just that, it's the LA film, you know, it's the community. The people that are outside, right. Zach and I stood out there and talked for 20 minutes before we went in. Uh, to see Terminator with, you know, two people we had no idea. I don't think we even introduced ourselves. I still don't know their names, but we had a really, we had a really, really <laughs> fun sort of reminisce. We talked about the pepper tree because they had, one of them had grown up in Northridge. Yeah, it was wild. Right. Yeah, you know, but it's, you know. That's great. It's people who love movies, man. So, you know, who better to see movies than people who love movies? 500 of your closest, right. most unknown friends. Right. 
hey, you mentioned the pepper tree in Northridge. And that's across the street from the video store that I used to work at years ago with our friend Sergio. If you haven't noticed it yet, <laughs> you may notice there's some new art for the show that you're looking at. If Now, if you're on Patreon, you've already seen this art. We, we kind of snuck it out a couple of weeks ago. But if you're on Apple Music or on Google Podcasts or whatever, you're seeing this new art for the first time. This is art that Sergio Grisanti did for us a short while ago, and we've been sitting on it waiting for the for the new year to, to show it off. On Patreon, I have it posted, so if you're already there, you'll, you'll see it. But I, I had done a little sketch, a little mock-up inside of uh, Photoshop and kind of handed it off to him, and we bullshitted on the phone. And then he came back with more than I think we could have wanted from new art for the show. And I, I tell you the coolest thing about it, and if you look at the, if you look at the art really close, you'll see the bicycles. And that was something we didn't talk about. He just put that in there because that was that was our youth. That's what we did. That's how we got around. We got on our bikes and went to a buddy's house and hung out in the garage and did what the fuck ever. But I'm really happy with with the art and everybody I've shown it to has been really like that's killer art. Well, that's what because Sergio's a fucking pro, dude. You know he fucking fills yeah. in the blanks. You give him a fucking yep. thing and he makes it better than it should be. Yep. Yep. And uh, we, the thing was that the whole ACDC better remember, remember better thing you've seen, that, that, that whole thing, that was supposed to be just a placeholder. That wasn't supposed to be long term. It's just that we just between the pandemic and a whole bunch of other shit, we just, it just fell by the wayside. And it was more important to, to put episodes out when the, the art was less important than, than putting out the, the conversations, which is what the show is. Yeah, it's kind of like when you look at the Fifth Element poster and you're like, wow, they really didn't give a shit about the fucking poster, but they did it. <laughs> Sorry. I have to tell you, man, the, 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 the um, alternative movie poster uh, community, the hobby that I've spoken about before and a couple of our listeners are, are part of it, there's a recognition that the Fifth Element poster is dog shit. Oh, dude, it, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, the 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 alternative movie posters, prints that are out there, these private commissions, every single one of them is just tremendous because they're fans. People are doing it. The illustrators are fans of the movie, and they get out there and do something special. Like and and they're all really good. So yeah, yeah. I think I think Fifth Element might be like the top five most reproduced um, or probably most private commissioned poster. That's out yeah, there. because this one's bad. The original one's so bad. <laughs> I remember seeing it and thinking, God, dude, it, it looks worse than Charlie Sheen's The Arrival. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks like it looks like they said, Hey, have you seen the arrival poster? Just, you know, make it like that sort of. <laughs> let's just let's just make that. <laughs> Which I, I actually love the right David Twee's The Arrival. It's a, it's a, Oh, it's dude, a, the movie's so good. Yeah, but that, it's that's fucking great. They put the posters. It looks like the fifth element. Poster tells you <laughs> shit about doesn't no. tell you anything about the movie at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> that so was bad. a nice uh, lateral movement out there on the old fifth element. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you like to see the fifth element, it's bad poster and all. <laughs> you can see it on, you can see it tomorrow night at Vidiots. See, this is the thing about this show, man. I had no idea. I, I, I didn't even see it on the, on the schedule, but there it is uh, as far as the fifth element. Yeah, man. Uh, well, look, the, again, they're, they're always bringing the heat, dude, and they're bringing some great shit. Even this yeah. first week of January, right? Like, Blowout, it's going to be there Friday, Friday night, De Palma's Blowout, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. I mean, it, you know, 
and the list just goes on and on and on. And we're only in the first week yeah. of January. The host is going to, they're going to, they're going to screen the host. Roadhouse is coming. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Again, <laughs> video is back in full strength. The Egyptian is back. Somebody asked me if I wanted to go to, um, the, uh, what is it? You know, the one that Tarantino just reopened. The Vista. The Vista, yeah. Someone was like, hey, you know, did you know they reopened the Vista? You want to go see it? And I'm like, I'm only going to go see something if it's old. I don't want to see any new movies there. <laughs> I don't want to see Napoleon Please, there, let me say. I don't have any weed right now, so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Good. What, Napoleon? Yeah. Yeah. So man, look, again, like we said, 2023 has been a good year for, you know, for Los Angeles moviegoers, you know, you got three new theaters, LF3 has got stuff. I mean, dude, if if you can't fucking, if you, if you, if you can't find something to watch, you want to go to a movie and you say, there's nothing playing. You're not looking, try harder because it it is off the chain here. Yeah. We mentioned a couple of times because, you know, earlier this year I took Joey to his first we went to we went to two screenings of older films. We went and saw well, not older, older, but older films. We took him to I took him to see Sorcerer at the New Bev, and that was the first time across the board from. I think that might be the first time he saw any movie that was older than brand new in a theater. I think that was it. And then I took him to go see the tenth anniversary of Pacific Rim at the Arrow when a Q and A with with Del Toro, which was really fun. But that's, I think those are the only older movies that I saw in the theater. And and I, I did, and everything else I saw local was, was locally here was just all new stuff. I don't think I saw anything older, which sucks because I, there was lots of stuff. Because let me tell you, man, like we were, you and I were just talking about New Beverly this month has some amazing fucking double features. But all I kept thinking about, that's five hours in that fucking chair, dude. I'm not Ooh. too. <laughs> yeah, man, it's rough. <laughs> It's also, it's, it's in a place that's, I mean, I, I don't want to be that person. Oh, I hate driving that far, but there are other places that are just as, they're closer to me that are showing just as good movies. It sucks because I, I look at the schedule and I'm like, Ooh, but then I look at schedule at one of these other places and I'm like, Oh, Hey, wait, they're playing it too. And I, it's not as, I don't, it's not as awful to get to. Yeah. Weird. But yeah. And the seats are nicer in all the other theaters. Right. We make jokes about driving to the arrow and I mean, not driving, but the parking. And honestly, dude, if it came down to a two and a half hour movie at the arrow and a two and a half hour movie at New Bev, I'm going to the arrow. <laughs> yeah. Going. I mean, again, it, yeah. The, the, the uh, what I do like about the New Bev is I do like the movie crowd there. It's always a good, oh, the, it's the crowd fun. is so fucking great. Yeah. It, what's bumming me out is, uh, you know, Saturday night. I missed, but there's no way on earth I would ever stay up till midnight. But Strange Days is uh, right. was playing, played Saturday night at, uh, and I was just talking about that movie because that's a movie that doesn't have a Blu-ray release. Oddly. Yeah, I thought when they were getting all excited, um, talking about those brand new Fox optical releases from, from Cameron, um, True Lies, The Abyss, Aliens, I thought maybe we would see some kind of uh, hey, he also produced and wrote this Strange Days thing. Let's put this out too. But I think they might have taken too much heat away from that announcement. But hopefully that means we'll get it. But they're, they've had a pretty decent transfer sitting on HBO Max on and off for like the last couple of years. Yeah. That one needs a Blu-ray release like a motherfucker, dude. That one. Yeah, I mean, I'm still watching my tired old fucking DVD. And it's tired, let me say. Let me tell you. 
It's that's such a great movie, man. It's such a fun movie. Here's a perfect example of the new Beverly, dude. Because they're they're screening Giant uh, this Friday and Saturday, and dude, I fucking dude, you could throw the other yep. two James Dean movies in the trash, as far as I'm concerned. And not saying I don't like them, but like if, if only one could survive, dude, it would be Giant. But because Giant yeah. is such a good, sprawling, just epic film, but I don't know that I could sit through it at the Bev. Seriously. <laughs> It's, it's, I'm old. Look, it's, it's wonderful, but dude, it's fucking long. Yeah. Was oh, it yeah. three, three, three and a half, three, maybe. three and a half, something like that? Yeah. It's a long movie. It's a long movie. And you could go and see a double feature, nine, two 90 minute movies and still walk out of there before this movie finishes. So that's a long time to be sitting through a movie. And again, like you said, there's the, do it over at, at the Egyptian with the new seats. Probably, I could probably swing that. Sure. But no, yeah, it's a, that's a long time. But the giant, because that's, that's what I was saying, man. January is killer. They have a great lineup this month. Yeah. But it's just a whole bunch of, oh, dude. Well, I was going to say, go back to our, you can't stream to live and die in LA, but for three days in Los Angeles, the new Beverly is going to do it for you. <laughs> They're going to yeah. show it, uh, it, that and a double feature would drive, but I could never sit through. I mean, it's too, and I just saw it to live and die in LA at, at the, uh, at the arrow back in September. And dude, it is a movie that definitely should be seen in a theater, uh, especially yeah. if it's your first time. Holy shit. Right. I think I mentioned this on the show when I watched it, but it, dude, it's a movie. People were just fucking freaking out. The people behind us were freaking when, 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 when Peterson gets his fucking head blown off, oh, I heard man. like, dude, it was a collective gasp in the audience and you know, nobody knew what the fuck to do. <laughs> right. It was great. And we mentioned this when you covered, when we covered, uh, during Kickstarter, you talked about that, that, uh, that screening, we, we mentioned that, the best part about these screenings, whether it's a Vidiots or New right. Bev or or the Arrow or probably do, I'm assuming they're going to do it at the, at the Vista as well. New Art does this too. They, they'll take a, a poll of hands. Like, hey, how many times, how many people have ever seen this for the first time? How many first time in the theater? It's it's wild because when you hear reactions from people, you can tell people that have seen the movie as far as like when the movie's playing, who people have seen the movie and when people haven't seen the movie, because it's it's a certain, I don't know, there's a collective vibe too. You kind of talked about it during, um, fuck, what screen did you go to? You went to a recent screening and it was, and it, and there, and it was the reaction of everybody that kind of Wild Bunch? elevated the, huh? Wild Bunch? May, that's what it was. And, and the reaction by the crowd was it kind of like, it was just such a communal thing oh, of, yeah. of a mixed crowd of, of, how many people have seen it? How many people haven't seen it? Yeah. Or the first time in the uh, theater surrounding. This is why going to movies is so much fun. And this is why going to theaters for older movies is so much more entertaining than seeing oh. than most newer things that are coming out yeah. now. Dude, I went, I saw Streets of Fire at, at Vidiots and, uh, you know, I went with two people who had never seen it. And there were, half the people there had never seen it. Had not, not just hadn't seen it in the theater, but hadn't seen it. And, uh, you know, that's a, and see, again, those are the kind of movies that, you know, you should be seeing in theater because holy shit, dude, they don't make movies like that anymore, you know? And you're like, what the fuck is this? And why, why? this is, you know, again, there's just, there's, you know, movies, as much as I love being able to watch whatever I want at home and home video and this, that, and the other, and think it's great and blah, blah, blah. There's part of me that wishes it never happened. And it was only when you could just go to the movies. 
you know, and things would just, if you wanted to go see something, you fucking go see it. Otherwise you watch it on channel six news. Like you watch it or do you watch it on channel six after football's over or channel four, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. Or what was it back in the day? There was no channel four. Not where I grew up. It was channel 24, but it, movies, they, they're so much better with a fucking crowd and, you know, seeing them in a big room, you know, yeah. in the dark and no distractions, no phones, no fucking, you know, no internet, no, uh, outside world the outside world is gone for an hour and 45 minutes two hours if you're lucky right okay this is why we say if you got a if you got a, a an old timey theater nearby go support it and and also go in and let yourself be entertained especially if it's something you've never seen before god forbid and, and, and like that's something else that videos has been doing too they've been showing lots of movies that some some things i'm like i've had to go out of my way and google i'm like i don't even know what that is and I've had to look it up. Some of it's newer stuff. And that they're big supporters of indie fair too, newer indie, independent films too. If you can, if you're capable, if you're healthy enough to go theater, please go. You'll 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 thank yourself later after the fact. It's because it's I think when you spend so much time at home streaming or watching hell, even going to Redbox and or back in the day when you just got Netflix movies like optical disc before Netflix really picked up with streaming. We became kind of complacent with that and in, in in general. And we were picky about what we saw in the theater at that point. We were in usually back before home video took off, it was always, oh, I'll wait for that movie to hit HBO or Showtime. It was never it was never I'll wait for that to hit VHS. What well, eventually became that. But yeah. I'm telling you, it's it's this year has been a great year for for me as far as revisiting movies I've seen in the past, seeing new ones and seeing new old ones, things yeah, that are new to me. Totally. Yeah, it's been good. And Joey's been the same way. I've been really good about sitting down. He's been super interested since my dad passed about what, you know, what a, what a grandpa used to show you. And, then, and a lot of those movies I already had on a list for him anyway, but we go back and we watch movies that my dad would watch but with me. So it was been fun kind of doing that with him too. But like Sorcerer was like that to me, that was probably my second best time taking a kid to the theater because all we did all the way back to the car was talk about how often do they do that? Like the old show, older movies. And he had no idea this whole world opened up for him about, about seeing older films like that. So he's, so I got him hooked <laughs> and that kid's driving soon. So yeah, <laughs> drive himself to the theater. Yeah. Anyway, so that was our 2023 kind of rundown for you. So um, lots of stuff planned for the year. We're going to have some cool things coming down. But New month, new theme. New month, new theme. This month is a really fun one. <laughs> it's going to be all over the place, I think. It's going to be all over the place as far as, you know, uh, stories go. As far as the movies themselves are all over the place. And the funny thing is, during this time, we could have picked any. We could have picked a lot from a lot of movies in this window of time. So it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, if you want to support the show on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash karate pod. But you can also follow us on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Insta at karate pod. You can follow Corey on Insta at culper97 and on Letterboxd at Corey underscore culp. Please check the, the links at the bottom. We have one of those. It says karate in the garage linkage. You can click on that and find all links, direct links to all of our socials, as well as Blue Sky. We're both new to Blue Sky. The, 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 the show itself is new, and then I think you have an account now too, but I'll... Correct. You'll find those links at the bottom. 
If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Joe Flacco at Letterbox. That's Joe Flacco. I'm not at home. I'm throwing the ball up in Cleveland at Letterbox.com. Or if you want to follow me on Blue Sky, you can find me at The Real Gene Lad. That's The Real Gene, G-E-A-N, like Harlow, but it's pronounced John, like the French, at bluesguy.com. <laughs> <laughs>